0: now listening to the Charity Church Podcast. Well, hello once again. It's Pastor Marty and Tommy D. We are glad to be with you once again on our weekly post-sermon podcast.
1: Yes, indeed. Post-sermon podcast, and we're wrapping up the series. The
0: series is over. The it actually got extended comeback. extended to through Mother's Day. And so, yeah, that was it.
1: Hey, I uh, just—I literally just got off the phone with somebody on a guest follow-up, and uh, last week was the first time they came to the VIP room, but she told me on the phone call that they actually were here for every message of this series, but that was the very first time they came was week one, and they said, man, like, they did not want to miss a message. Wow. So
0: that's yeah. encouraging
1: that, it is encouraging yeah. but, but also is really cool they came in at the beginning stuck it out through the whole thing yeah
0: because we kicked it off on Easter Sunday oh yeah yeah that yeah. was the greatest that comeback was the greatest yeah. yeah and because of that comeback all these others are possible so yeah but anyway hey thanks for tuning in thanks for listening thanks for being here at Church Sunday if you were and we celebrated Mother's Day
1: we celebrated Mother's Day with you talking about someone who is not very often talked about on Mother's Day what my mom well no you did you, you did a good job showing honor to your mom we, you did a good job with that but then your transition to the actual text yeah yeah you Bath said Bathsheba
0: the two are nothing alike yeah. by the way so don't make any kind of a, connection, a connection there, there. Uh, no nothing alike but yeah yeah Bathsheba uh yeah a lady who kind of you know, got a bad rap, I guess you could say, right?
1: When you Google search women of the Bible to talk about on Mother's Day, she's not
0: <laughs> not at the top of the list. <laughs> not at the top of the Google yet.
1: No. <laughs> but it did work out well, because after, was it, I mean, obviously Easter Sunday, you were talking about the greatest comeback with Jesus from the cross and his resurrection. Was it the very next week we did David?
0: Yeah. Yeah. He was the first one of that. So, which is kind of that, kinda yeah. cool.
1: The bookends are David
0: and Bathsheba. And Bathsheba. Yeah. And you know if I can confess with you uh, that I don't really enjoy preaching on special Sundays. Is that, is that okay for me to say that out loud? It is because because of the pressure, the pressure, you know? Um, So when you, when you start to think about those things, it's like, who can we talk about on mother's day? That would be a good mother's day message. And, and I just kind of like, Thought of Bathsheba because of the way we tied it all together, um, but you never know how it's going to go. But apparently, it went over pretty well because I have gotten a lot of good feedback Absolutely. on it. A lot of good feedback. Um, yeah. So, anyway, here well, we I are. think
1: you got a lot of good feedback. You know, you you started off the message and and basically made a statement that we all need to we all need to be reminded of, and that is that your story does not have to be defined by the worst chapter in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you think about it in in context of the Bible, if you just take um, the chapters dealing with David and Bathsheba, if that was what defined her, that would be a pretty bleak
1: story. In a lot of ways, it kind of, i mean, we we refer to it a lot when you think of Bathsheba, that's what you
0: think of. Yeah, and and don't we do that to people, right? We do. We kind of define them by the worst chapter or the worst uh, moment of their life. Mm-hmm. But you know, there's. We believe in the redemptive power of of God through his son, Jesus Christ, and the changed life. And I, I, you know, just from all accounts, we have to believe that Bathsheba made that switch. Sure. She she made that change. Um, With the connection that you brought to us out of Proverbs 31 lets
1: us see that that change did happen. That's why, man, this entire series was encouraging because every single person you looked at, you know they could have thrown in the towel based on whatever chapter we were looking at of their life. You asked the question, is there a chapter in your life that you'd like to be excluded from your story? And I thought, how many chapters can we erase?
0: Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and confess one of them right here, Tom, for us. Just tell us what chapter. Go ahead. Sure. Hold on. Hey, guys, can y'all
1: clean my office (laughs) out while I'm doing this?
0: (laughs) No, thank you. <laughs> it's been excluded. It's been erased. Yeah, it, it's gone. It's under the blood. It's in the past. It's, uh, you know, it's... It's, it's gone
1: as far as the East is from right. the West. We
0: learn from it. We move on, right? That's right. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, But yeah, we all have that. I mean, I think everybody that, you know, has lived through their teenage years and maybe their 20s um, and maybe later, whatever the place is, there's, there's parts of our life that we would like to be able to white out. hmm you know, whitewash it, exclude it, footnote it, appendix it. <laughs> I don't know if that's a word. Put it in the appendix mm-hmm. of the of the book, whatever. Uh, but just just let let's not do that. But I think that's part of what's the beautiful thing about the Word of God, right? The that people it includes that includes those. It includes those stories. Oh. I mean, David, who was um, the king of Israel, the one that everybody looks up to. Bad spots. Mm-hmm. Moses bad things about moses noah you know there were things that happened with noah that were right. just uh you know they're not children's bedtime stories type no, of material uh, about him
1: being drunk and yeah and that, yeah yeah it's yeah, yeah, not you know, one you read to your kids you don't
0: read that part no but um, even the
1: disciples those that were with him i mean how would you like to be thomas right for a couple thousand years later you're known as doubting, doubting thomas, thomas. <laughs> like i i can't ask that question i just saw this man down across. Right. It's not fair for me to have doubts. I mean, but that's that I, I agree with you. That's what makes the scripture so beautiful. Yeah. It it shows the good, the bad, the ugly.
0: Yeah. And so you look at the life of Bathsheba and you know we we know that that wasn't the end of her story if you read first kings 1 first kings kings 2 you start to see some things that that she was doing and being an advisor to to king david in the latter part of his years when when adonijah his son was trying to overthrow usurp the the uh, kingdom uh, she, Bathsheba stepped in with Nathan, a prophet, uh, you know, not to rehash the message, but but she did have some moments where you see that she was exercising some level of wisdom. Mm-hmm. And then she was an advisor to her son, Solomon, when he became the king. We know that from first Kings two. Um, so there was something about her that merited reference in the lives of David and in King Solomon, because she's brought up in specific areas that she helped, and so uh, you know, getting into the text that we looked at in um, Proverbs thirty-one, um, you know, in my own studies years ago, I came across this and kind of brought this up again. I think time had elapsed far enough to where I could 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 revisit this, but the words of King Lemuel, an oracle that his mother taught him, and uh, in the study of that, whoever King Lemuel was, we figure out that there are scholars who strongly believe that King Lemuel was another word or another name for King Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba. So these are the words that his mother taught him.
1: Which would make sense because Solomon is credited with the Proverbs, right? Yeah. And I was just saying, her thinking just while you were talking about that, the, when you think about the two men that she had the most influence on. Mm-hmm. King David, who is known as the the greatest king of Israel, right? A man after God's own heart. And King Solomon, her son, who's the wisest person who ever lived other than Jesus himself. The magnificent temple. Those are two pretty impressive people to have on your resume as far as these are the two guys that you had the most influence on. Yeah. And, you know, also just in fairness to Bathsheba, if we can, you made a good point on Sunday when... She's kind of marked as the adulterous woman, mm-hmm. but she was summoned by the king. What was she supposed to do right? I mean, I guess technically she could say no and 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 risk death, yeah, uh which probably back then would have happened, but she she wasn't the instigator,
0: no 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 no, so you know, he you know it's one of those you you can't you can't blame the woman for sure, yeah, David's the one who laid his eyes on her right called her in, you know, I think there's been debate on whether or not she was supposed to be showering on her roof, but I believe that's probably where the shower was, Yeah, you know, and David wasn't supposed to be there to begin with, right? He was supposed to have been. He should have been out at war. Exactly. Where all the other Kings were during that time of year. And so here we are with Bathsheba years later. um, You know, you know, I kind of get this picture of these are the latter years of her life talking to her son Solomon going, listen, there's some things that I just want to tell you Mm -hmm. that as you lead this great nation, as you become a leader and I want you to be a godly leader, I want you to know there are some things that you need to be aware of.
1: And man, was she speaking from personal experience? Yeah. I mean, when you start going through these little truth nuggets that she gives him um, and you could have just like rapid fire the truth nuggets, Yeah, you could just look at her life and And know that, I mean, she's speaking from, this isn't hearsay. I'm telling you firsthand experience. If you want a great kingdom, which you do, Mm -hmm.
0: do this. Yeah. So, and, and she begins by just pleading with him. My son, my son, basically pleading. I want you to listen to these words. These are words to live by. These are words to lead by. And, uh, and she just lays it out there. She says, number one, do not Give your strength to women. <laughs> I mean, here it is, Bathsheba. Yeah. Okay, do not give your strength to women or your ways to those who destroy kings. And to which we would say, Amen, Amen. We've seen many, many people fall because
1: of that right there. Well, for sure. You know, you you gave it to us in warnings, and the first one was protect your purity. Yeah, and and I love you said teenagers. You know, you looked over at them protect your purity mm-hmm. but one thing that we all i don't i don't care if you're a teenager and you're single or if you're 50 and you're single one of the things that you said which is so true is um purity paves the way to intimacy yeah. and marriage
0: yeah Rich. i heard Stuart hall say that years ago and oh, i uh, so wrote true. a book and and it just uh has always stuck with me and i've you know when i was a youth pastor i preached it for years that purity does pave the way to intimacy and and i think that that purity. Sexual purity today has been thrown out the window as not very valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, I, yeah, I, I you know we could go down a long. Listen, I you know I raised two girls and I remember
1: when they were uh, teenagers in school, and, and one time they 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 said this phrase that uh, such and such had you know x number of body count, and I said, "What? What are you talking about?" And and they were not glamorizing this. They were, thankfully, on the same thought process as me, but they were like, it's almost, it's glorified now. Right. And people say body count. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what Man, what kind of intimacy is that going right. to help lead to one day in marriage? Yeah. That's going to be
0: a disaster. There won't be any. No. Yeah, I mean, it, 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 it'd be hard to find it. That's I, right. I won't say it can't be, but it could, it'd be hard to find. Um, but, but we live
1: in the here and now. Like It's so hard to think that way. Yeah. And that's one thing I love, kind of like the the um, sub point to to your first warning was don't sacrifice your influence for the for the sake of indulgence, right? Yeah, we yeah, say yeah, all yeah. the time, don't give up what you want most for
0: what you want now. Right. That is so true. Yeah. And 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 Bathsheba knew that when when David was allowing himself to be ruled by lust, controlled by immoral thoughts, his ability to reason and rationalize were out the window. They were gone. Mm-hmm. And how many people... Do you know? And and you know, it's so easy for people to to get so worked up sexually that they cannot even think right. And so we have to set up some guards for ourselves. That's right. You know, we have some we have some guardrails that we build around here for pastors that we just say there are certain things that we don't do. That's right. You know, uh we don't ride alone in a car with another with the opposite sex. You know, we don't take them out to eat. With just us, you know, there there are certain things I've got a camera in my office. So when someone is in there, there's protection there to, to, to guard against that. So we have to almost to the world and to maybe even Christians on some would look at that and say, that is so irrational, but But that's how important it is. not.
1: I mean, you know, that's, that's putting up safety guardrails, but when it comes to, um, purity, you know, now you're going deeper. Yeah. But we say all the time, you have to set those boundaries beforehand. If you yeah. wait until the heat of the moment, I don't you don't stand a chance. Right. Right. I, I don't care how pure your heart is, how good your intentions are. All right. We've all been there. If you wait till the, the heat of the moment, you're done.
0: Yeah. You'll be Yeah. And and we've seen it take down so many people. Sure. Just uh and and it's just uh we're all just one quick bad decision away from so a true. moral failure if That's we're not right. careful. So that was number one. Number two was a little bit more sticky. I'll be honest with you, Tom. Yeah. Okay. Um, Don't jeopardize your judgment. Yeah. Don't jeopardize your judgment. And uh, the passage says "It, it is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to take strong drink. Lest they forget what has been decreed and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. And, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, that jeopardizing our judgment through substance, through whatever would alter our thinking and cause us to not think rationally.
1: Well, and you gave a, a very sad, but real life example just a couple of weeks ago down in South Carolina, you know, when that young girl 20 mid twenties, who knows, let's just assume she was just having a fun day with her friends. Yeah. But when she took that first drink the thought of her destroying her own life and ending the life of someone else
0: yeah.
1: was nowhere in the forefront of her mind.
0: Never thought it through ever, and no. so
1: like, and so I love that point. You don't jeopardize your judgment. That's why. That's why getting drunk is a sin because self control is fruit of the spirit, right. and, and when you're drunk, you have no self control. Right. It's getting drunk and self-control would be like waiting till the heat of the moment and passion and thinking you're going to be able to stop. It's right. not going to happen. Yeah. And so I like that advice for her. If you want to be a wise king, that's not for you.
0: Cuz there are people that will step into your um weakness. You know, there there are people that look for a king to to not be able to make good judgment and they'll take advantage of that of that window of opportunity. So here's Bathsheba going, "Listen, I just want you to know that there are some things that are going to alter your judgment, and you just need to guard yourself against those things. Hmm. And uh, you know, and and we know that it's not just alcohol; it's it's certain drugs that sure. people take that are mind altering. Mm-hmm. There are certain, you know, even marijuana now has become I, they've proven, so acceptable, and they've proven
1: it's uh, a, uh, it's causing psychotic episodes in people. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, And
0: now they're putting in vapes. Mm -hmm. There's just so many, so many things that I could have spent a lot of time there. Um, You know, it just, it just jeopardizes our judgment. We we look at it as, Hey, it's a way to relax. It's a way to, it's a way for me to just unwind. It's a way to have fun. Like you were mentioning, but, but in those moments, my goodness, you could make some bad decisions, bad decisions. Can we say, Hey, in a perfect world, that's what it would be. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But it's not. It's not there. Yeah. No. Then she finished it up. She says, open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. And so I just finished it up with advocate for the defenseless. Mm-hmm. And by the way, yesterday, um, this is, we're, we're talking on Wednesday. So on Tuesday, um, our state Senate did, in fact, override uh, Governor Roy Cooper's veto mm. of Senate bill number Twenty.
1: So he did veto it, and then the
0: Senate Absolutely. came back. Well, I mean, he said he was. And yeah, they, he said but it was they going came to. back and over they overrode it. Now Let's it's go. not put into law yet. I think there's a couple of more steps to go through, but moving in the right direction. Moving in the right direction because we have a super majority as far as like the conservatives yeah. do um, in in the Senate. I guess in the House also. Right. Well, Either way, but well, we have a super majority, so they could actually. When I say we, I'm talking about the on the conservative side trying to override yeah. um I know we're not gonna talk politics,
1: but can we just talk for just a second our lieutenant governor Mark Robinson? Yeah. He's the man. Oh yeah? Oh, he's <laughs> the man. It's polar opposite, yeah. <laughs> which is wild in state government, <laughs> it is right? That yeah. You can so have different the you wanna call it president, and vice president and they're two different parties. Yeah. It's wild.
0: Yeah, it is. Anyway, crazy.
1: But that but we should advocate your the The third thing was advocate for the defenseless. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know that's something that you're passionate about, and we can just segue to that. I mean, you're going to talk more about that this week.
0: Yeah, actually, we're going to devote a lot of the message this coming week to how we can advocate for the defenseless and how what we as a church um, are doing and are going to be doing and how people can get involved. Uh, Number one, in foster ministry, foster care, um, not just doing that as far as, providing a home, but also in how that we can, um, help families who are offering their home or respite care or whatever. So, but it'll be more to the message than just that, but, but we'll dive into that a little bit deeper. So yeah, that's coming up this week.
1: Hey, and then I guess if we can land the plan, I just kept reading in Proverbs 31 today. And, yeah. um, you know, so the, the first part through verse, um, nine is what you mm-hmm. you taught on Sunday, one through nine. And that was the advice that she was giving to her son. And then it goes on. And I guess this is the son now describing his mom, the rest of Proverbs. Mm. And I know that she's often labeled the adulterous woman, but the whole second half of chapter 31 is the virtuous woman. Oh, Isn't no, it amazing good. though, that her title shifted from the adulterous woman to the virtuous woman. That's good. And all that does is reiterate your whole point of the whole series. God's not done with your
0: story. Right. Yeah. Man. The the last chapter can be the defining chapter. Amen. Man. That's good. Tom. Oh, man. You brought a little Let's insight go. there that I didn't see that. So hey, listen, thanks for listening and uh Lord willing, we'll chat with you next week. God bless.